I'm just going to call this a gold bull market. Let's call it what it is. It is a bull market, and I'm going to explain to you why I think that's the case. I'm going to jump around. Welcome to Gold Silver Pros. Searching for the best precious metals deal? Shop with our trusted partner, Arc Silver. Access special deals on silver, gold, and platinum through our website, or call 307 264 9441. Hey guys, Rob Keynes with goldsilverpros.com. We're recording this on Thursday, January 26, 2023. And as the title of the video indicates, I'm just going to call this a gold bull market. Let's call it what it is. It is a bull market. And I'm going to explain to you why I think that's the case. I'm going to jump right in. We're going to hit it right off the bat here, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to come and bring a chart that I used to show you guys a ways back. And we talked about it a lot last year and the year before, and that is the amazing cup and handle pattern. What is the cup and handle pattern? Well, we're looking at a technical chart here of gold dating back to the last financial crisis. You can see the nice run up in gold we had there after uh, the problems that we had in the mortgage uh, sector and with Lehman and you had a nice little run. And then you had this little formation and this little formation is called a cup. It's where you have a high and then you have it kind of flow down to the bottom and sort of come back up and then you get another high and the highs can be the same or this one's a little bit higher i think this is 2069 the original high was 1900 so you actually have the cup about to tip over a little bit and here's the handle and this particular pattern in markets is a an extremely bullish pattern uh, typically when you have the cup and handle form you have a high followed by a long period of consolidation, a run up to a new high, and then a long period of consolidation. Typically what happens next is drawn by the red line by me here is you have a pop. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Gold is trading around 1930 or so uh, today. In fact, let's get a current price. It's going to be at 1928.80 as I record this, about 3.30 central time. Uh, silver's right at 24, 23.9, which is good. A little bit of a, a wee bit of fade there uh, the last day or so in the gold price, but that's okay. It got very frothy. That happens. But we're looking longer term here. Really strong bullish signal on gold that I talked about and talked about and talked about. We thought we had the handle pattern here and it was going to pop up. That was a head fake. So this is like an extended handle pattern. And the ha handle pattern needs to be at a negative slope. It's not sideways. So we're not looking at a cup with a sideways handle, we're looking at a cup with a with uh, a downward sloping handle. In other words, you have to have this pessimism here, this last bit of consolidation before you have the big run up. And I think it's possible that we're finally completing the last stage or have completed the last stage of that cup and handle pattern in gold that we have dating back to its original all time high in 2011 after the mortgage crisis. And now, of course, uh, this price was the pandemic. And then you had price here, which is Russia, Ukraine. That was a little bit of a head fake and it wasn't quite ready to move. So it kind of fell back down after this Russia, Ukraine affected the gold price and caused people to go and risk assets, but it wasn't quite enough to get it the momentum where it needed to go from the traders. But I think heading into 2023 with all the information about people calling for the recession, the managed money, the financial types are going long gold. They are going big time long. And I'm going to talk to you about one famous generalist who's jumped in. But before we do that, I'm going to do a little bit more technical stuff. I'm going to come over here and talk about the CFTC commitment of traders. For those of you who are not familiar, this really intimidating, 
looking eye chart, accounting chart or table, if you will, is from the CFTC. You can see there in the uh, navigation bar of my browser, cftc.gov. Uh, they're the regulator for the market, and they put this out in arrears. It's the 26th. The latest one is January 17th, so it's about a week behind, but it tells you how everybody's positioning. And I want to focus on two people here. Uh, there's four groups. Producer merchants, we're not going to talk about. Other reportables, I'll talk about a little bit, but I'm going to focus on swap dealers and managed money. So swap dealers and managed money, who are they? The swap dealers are the bullion banks. There are four, according to the, off the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency and... Uh, um, uh, CME Group, which puts out the data, and, and Nick Laird's site has a nice chart on this. There are four and eight banks that control most of the short position on gold and silver and always have. That's also edified by the Office of the Comptroller Currency Report. At least there are the four big guys that make up swap dealers. There are additional ones in there, but they control the majority of this column of data. And the managed money are more the financial types, the hedge funds, uh, the generalists, essentially, that typically only go long gold and silver if it's going to be in a bull market. But when they do go long, as long as they're going right now, then it tends to generate a bull market. So what are the swap dealers doing now? If you look at what the swap dealers are doing, net-net, um, in, in the week leading up to January 17th, or about the 10 days leading up to January 17th, net-net, uh, they added about 8,200 short contracts, it looks like. So they added 2,100 longs, but they added 10,320 short. So the swap dealers are going more short gold, uh, saying they think the price is going to fall, or perhaps to influence the price to fall to meet certain targets. It depends on you know, who the swap dealers are representing there, their own accounts or client accounts. So we don't know the motivation, but we know net-net they've gone 8,000 contracts short. That has increased their short position to 222,476 contracts overall. The long is only at 90,000. That's over a two-to-one ratio, about a two 0.25 to 1 ratio, I would guesstimate. The managed money, which are the financial types, which I'll show you a big one here in a moment, have gone long more than 2 to 1. So they're more than offsetting the short position of the swap dealers. And the other people that are taking the other side of the trade, because you can see here producer merchants typically go short because they have to protect their downside risk to the gold if you're producing. Uh, you want to get the highest price you can. So they'll use the market to hedge. This is a legitimate price hedge for people that actually produce it and the longs or the merchants that actually use it. So Apple, Samsung, those guys may play around in this market to protect against the upside price because while the producers want it to come out super expensive so they can make money, they want to sell gold at a higher price they can. The merchants want to get it as cheap a price as they can. So they're worried about the gold price moving against them to the upside. So they'll take um, long positions when it does, and that offsets the loss that they have buying it, the actual physical metal, they'll cash in these contracts and take that. It's like insurance policy in a way. So anyway, I'm not worried about these guys. I'm worried about these two guys and the other reportables. The wealthy family offices, um, those wealthy, really wealthy individuals fall into this category, according to uh, the CFTC and the CME group uh, that runs uh, the COMEX. And there are about three, almost four to one long. So the financial types and the wealthy individuals are going long. The bullion banks and swap dealers are going short. This category, I don't even worry about because it's accurate positioning. It's, it's legitimate hedges. So this is legitimate hedging. Most of these three columns is more speculative. And it's the speculative positions that really move the market. And in particular, when we get in a bull market, we want to see the managed money go long. Go long, Roger Staubach throwing the touchdown to Drew Pearson, right? go long. And when the managed money goes long, we're looking at the Hail Mary and potentially a touchdown here. 
and that Hail Mary and touchdown is a really good frothy bull market. So that is why, in fact, this has moved up. It is the financial types and the wealthy family offices that are pushing gold up right now. That's a fact because you can see it in the trade and the contract positions. If you guys watch my weekly market update every Sunday, those determine the spot price of gold. So this is a spot price of gold, or it's actually the semi uh, group price on the futures. And they're going long because who's going long? It's the managed money and other reportable. So now you know who's driving gold up. Well, who is the most famous of them all? Well, I wrote an article on it on Jan Bullion. And Jim Cramer has made a couple of calls recently about gold, and I think he's right. We've got uh, from CNBC. This is a quote that says, um, you should stick with gold over the crypto space. So Jim has positioned himself long gold in this risk environment in 2023, where obviously a lot of the analysts and investors think we're going to hit an official recession. So Jim is saying, go long gold now. And if you have the time, go to jmbullion.com forward slash blog. Uh, this is what that page looks like. And uh, this is the latest article I had written for Jam Bullion. So just click here. Jim Cramer gets bullish on gold. Is he right? And read through and actually critique his calls and how I believe is a contrarian and how I think he's right on gold, even though he gets a lot of criticism for being a contrarian and going short term against the market. His long term calls are really good. Here's a chart. His long term buy recommendations hit really hard, but he loses a lot of people week to month because he's a contrarian. He picks things before he thinks they're going to go, but give it some time. And they go and they go pretty well. So this is a pretty good analysis of Jim Cramer. I think as a contrarian, he's good, which is perfect for gold. But the most important thing is he's one of the most well-recognized generalist investors. Generalist investors are people who invest across the market. And generalist investors are one that push up, that fall into these two categories. Okay. Because they invest in a lot of things. They're not precious metal specific. And so they're the ones that kind of drive this up. And I think that's exactly what's happening. So we are in a bull market. You can call the bull market for a couple of reasons. You can call it because we've broken this cup and handle pattern. You can call it because we've broken through both the 50 and 200 day moving average resistance line. You can call it because we popped through this resistance line, which is an important one, the previous all-time high in gold. Uh, in previous articles at Jam Bullion and in videos I've done here, I've done like Fibonacci sequences, which are mathematical correlations that you can use on charting that will give you an idea where the price could go. And that Fibonacci sequence that I, that I charted out has accurately predicted the current leg of the bull market and seems to be predicting gold to go back up and touch 20. It's all time high 2069. We saw in 2020 as a result of the pandemic, the run up of, of the pandemic and, and the potential issues there, people went to gold as a fear asset. Uh, um, so that, and that's here, that's the all time high here. And then, with the geopolitical Russia, Ukraine. And then I think what we're adding in on this line is the economy and the expectation of recession. So while the pandemic was temporary, it came back down. The Russia, Ukraine war was a bit of a temporary event in terms of risk, but then things in the market started settling down a bit. I think fundamentally there's issues, but the markets were still trading. So people came out of gold, went back into the regular market positions, but now the generalists are piling back into gold. And that's why you're getting this pop. And I'm going to officially call it because when you got to get, get a guy like Jim Cramer calling it and you start to see articles in the mainstream press and stuff, you know that you're probably in that bull market. Now, could it be a head fake like this one was uh, potentially, but I don't think so because if we hit official recession, this thing's going to go way past its all time high in 2069. We're going to see where it goes, but I do think it'll eventually get there. Also wanted to let you guys know 
we also follow uranium. I'm a big gold guy, but we've been covering a lot of energy lately. And uranium to me is going to be a really great trade in commodities the next couple of years. And I do cover commodities in general, and I love energy and I love uranium. I've brought a lot of uranium companies onto the program and done a lot of uranium coverage for you guys on purpose, because I think next to gold and silver, energy is extremely important. And I think uh, it's going to do well in um, the next you know, three, four, five, 10 years as well, because the world needs uranium. There's no substitute for baseload power that's reliable, that meets ESG initiatives, that's carbon neutral and all that kind of stuff and produces at it at one of the lowest costs and one of the highest safety records and all that kind of stuff. Uranium is really not what people think about it. It's actually in a lot of ways superior to other forms of energy. And I think when we're talking about what the world needs to grow, you're going to need a lot more uranium. So I was joined on the program by Kraken Energy. Now I did visit this site last year. I physically went to site uh, for the apex mine there for Kraken, but Kraken is uh, getting Kraken and they are not standing still and they're adding additional projects. They've got one here that we're going to talk about. So this is a multi-project exploration company that has an apex mine that past produced and is going to produce again here in the USA to help us uranium supplies. But they've got another project they want to talk about and they've had some pretty interesting things happen. So I'm going to play this video interview I did with their CEO. It is Matthew Schwab, who's CEO and director of Kraken Energy, you guys have seen them on the program a couple of times. It's one that we like in the uranium sector. We wanted to have you back on because you guys had some news with respect to one of your projects. I believe it's Huber Hills Uranium Project in Nevada. Uh, give us the scoop on what's going on there. Okay. Yeah, so Huber Hills is uh, the most recent acquisition and addition to Kraken Energy's exploration portfolio. And it's really just another step in the right direction for our plans to build out an economically feasible hub-and-spoke mining model for uranium in the U.S. And it really fits our company's exploration model quite well. Uh, it is a bit earlier stage than Apex and Garfield Hills, but being a past producer in the early 60s, it had an average production grade of 0.24% U308. It's got great infrastructure. It has year-round accessibility. Um, and on top of that, just to the east of our property is the historic Mountain West property, which has a historical resource of 1.1 million pounds, U308 at 0.15%. So we're going to approach this property with the same exploration strategy as we did at Apex and Garfield Hills. We're going to start out with cost-effective UAV magnetic and radiometric surveys, soil sampling, and then work towards building out a further exploration plan based on the initial results. Um, a few more highlights. Uh, there were trench samples that came off the property, 4.5 meters each that averaged 0.15 and 0.102% U308 back in 2007. And it's a decent land package at just over 1,000 hectares. So we're, we're just really excited to get out the property and add more value to our company. There we go. Thank you for the message from Matthew, who is the CEO of Kraken Energy. Like I said, I've been to one of their projects. This is a cool one. Um, as I get that one developed out, I may go back out there and take a look at that one too. But again, super bullish on uranium, just like gold. The three assets I'm super bullish on are any major energy asset. Uranium probably tops that heap for me for the next two to three to four to five years and potentially 10 to 20 in terms of its potential for a really good bull market. But I think we're right there in gold right now. And so I'm just going to call it. I'm going to say we're in a bull market in gold. I got no problem in saying that. Now let's talk about silver here for a moment. Silver is sitting right around below the critical 2450 resistance line on a technical chart that, that silver needs to pop through for me to call silver beginning to go in a bull run because 2450 is very, it's a battleground 
price in silver on uh, the derivative markets. And so from a technical and a price perspective, it's going to be hard to get silver past that. I think as gold climbs closer to $2,000, you'll see silver finally crack through that $2,450 and make its way maybe to the $26 range in that range. But I think gold has got to continue its trajectory in the bull market for silver to pop because typically what we see is gold leads because it is you know, one of the primary risk assets people go to during times that we have now in terms of potential oncoming recession. And then silver follows and it tends to move bigger, but it's a little brother that kind of follows after. So we're focusing on gold now because gold is the one that's heading into that bull market, but we won't lose sight of silver. We'll come back and talk about silver. Silver just usually, like I said, it's a little brother and comes behind. And, but it tends to be a lot more frothy. So when silver goes, it tends to really go pretty quick and uh, we could potentially see that as well. But gold's going to be the first one we think. And like I said, it's, it's in a, a bull market. And I think all signs point to that both technically and the positioning of the financials, people on the markets, as well as what we look at fundamentally in the economy with regards to how we're doing in the economy, potential recession coming, some job losses, uh, based on early fourth quarter earnings reports. We'll continue to follow that. The best thing for you guys to do, if you want to be up to date every single week on what's going on in the market, what's going on in gold positioning and who's doing what, and the major stories of the week and the major uh, economic data, I read all of that out every week on the weekly market update. You can see it almost always Sunday evening, right before the market opens on our channel of Gold Silver Pros on YouTube. Um, you can also see that same report over at Jam Bullion's YouTube channel as well, because I do it for them. So uh, definitely stay on the channel. Go look at that weekly market report we put out this past week and stay tuned and sub you know subscribe to the channel so you can get dings and uh, um, notifications when we do that weekly market update for you uh, in further week. We're going to keep doing that one a week, every week rain or shine uh, for the rest of the year. That's going to do it for tonight, guys. This is going to be a bit of a short one because honestly, the most important thing right now, are we in a bull market? And I'm going to put it back up on the screen. We are in a bull market for a bunch of reasons, technically indicated, indicated by positioning and, and getting into the weeds of the data that makes up this chart here on the commitment of traders report. And then, of course, we're starting to have major generalists come in and indicate we need to go to gold. There you go. That's all you need. That's a recipe for a gold bull market. I think we're on it. I think, uh, as they say, we're over the target and a drop about to drop the payload. And we're going to have what everybody's been waiting for in gold for a very long time. And that's basically all I need to say. It's a celebration. So thank you guys for sticking with me on this video and on the channel. And uh, last minute reminder for you guys, I am going to VRIC, the Vancouver Resource Investment Conference in Vancouver, Canada. And I fly out on Saturday. Uh, I give a presentation at sun, uh, Sunday in the early afternoon, I think right after lunch, I believe. And then I'll be milling about uh, the rest of the conference, talking to people. I'll be hanging out at the Stock Pulse booth there at VRIC as well as some of the time, as well as milling about and talking to you guys. If you see me at the conference, walk up, introduce yourself. And uh, time permitting, I'll have a conversation with you. It's my favorite thing to do at the conference is meet you guys as well as meeting other industry leaders. So we're going to do that. And I'm sure we'll have something coming back from the conference next week about it and how it went. Uh, but hopefully I see a lot of you guys out there. And until next time, this is Rob Keats with Gold Silver Pros. Hey, thanks for watching. We selected these videos just for you. Check them out. And remember, 
$4.99 a month keeps the lights on and the channel going. So join our Gold Silver Pro supporter membership. We appreciate your support. Keep stacking.